Oh, hey there. I didn't see you come in. Get out of my house. No, but seriously, I just wanted to give you a quick little intro to this new project of mine. If you're not already familiar with who I am, and why would you be, my name is Jordan, and I'm one of a billion other nerds on the internet. I've got a blog where I write about games, a YouTube channel where I make videos about games, a second channel where I make various other non-game-related videos, and I occasionally appear at small local conventions where I talk about games, movies, cartoons, and basically anything that falls into the category of general geekdom. Yes, I'm coining the term, and yes, I expect a 25-cent royalty every time you say it. The idea of doing a sort of video podcast thing had been in the back of my mind for a while, and now that we've run into a global pandemic, leaving most everyone locked indoors, the time seemed ripe to finally set this new project into motion. So I rounded up a couple of buddies to talk about, well, really, everything and anything that happened to pop into our heads. Whether that ends up being the slightest bit interesting is a judgment I'll leave to you, dear listener. But hey, it's not as though you've got anything better to do with your time. I mainly wanted to give this brief intro, mainly as a sort of disclaimer for what you're about to hear, both in this episode and likely future installments, just because I wouldn't want anyone having any false impressions about what they're getting themselves into by listening. The entire purpose of this project is solely to provide an outlet for my friends and I to talk about whatever's on our minds, in about as casual a manner as any conversation you'd have with your friends. This is in no way whatsoever meant as a source of information, nor do any of us mean to represent ourselves as any kind of authority on anything. We're speaking 100% off the cuff, and are doing no research of any kind to ensure anything we say possesses any degree of accuracy. We're really just a bunch of dudes shooting the shit. That's it. If that sounds good to you, welcome. And if that's not your cup of tea, hey, no hard feelings. And the best of luck to you in finding professional help with removing the stick up your ass. Which reminds me of something else. This video podcast thingy is decidedly not kid-friendly. While we're hardly going out of our way to be offensive or inappropriate, we're also not going to censor ourselves either. So, unless you want your kids asking you to explain the meaning of some more colorful phrases we might use, maybe have them watch or listen to something else. And, if you are a kid and you're listening to this anyway, <laughs> I like your style. Fight the power! Well, I guess that's really about all I wanted to say before we get started. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and however you're consuming this, I hope this provides you some modicum of entertainment. If nothing else, it certainly helped me take my mind off the horror that is the year of 2020 so far. So, if it can be even a mild distraction for anyone else, I'll have done my job. Okay, that's enough yakety-yak from me. On with the video. Er, the podcast. Thingy. Whatever you want to call whatever this is. Enjoy. Okie doke, but I think it's semi-stable uh, <laughs> enough. Nothing has caught fire yet, so. So far. Yay. Yay. I'm glad, boy, so you're on your phone. Are you on your laptop, Matt? No, I'm not on my laptop. I'm on my phone. You're on your phone as well, okay. Yes. Wow. My laptop so is under a bed right now. I don't want to try that. <laughs> This is literally the first time I've ever used this webcam for anything. 
So it's for like videos or use an actual camera. No, like it's like the built-in webcam. I, I like I have when I make like my YouTube stuff, I use a camcorder for that, but oh, okay. um, I don't have like the cable necessary to plug it straight into my computer. It's like everything that I ever do is always like filmed onto like an SD card, and then I just like okay. mix it in post. Um, so I don't know. I guess I could try to like go online and try to find a cable and see if I could stream that way. But I don't know. I guess if I'm like a small chunk of of the overall window it's not being in hd isn't going to make that much of a difference no it's on a tiny well for most of us is on a tiny phone screen yeah yeah are um, you like you're recording this are you planning on like putting it up on your youtube channel or something yeah well i guess we'll <laughs> we'll see how entertaining it is Surprise! Um, <laughs> but uh <laughs> this is just sort of the inaugural uh a pilot experiment episode so uh we'll see if there's anything even worthwhile that comes out of any of this if you want uh, adsense don't swear in the first couple minutes yeah <laughs> well i've never you know what i've never had ads turned on for any of my videos so i don't really care yeah. about that but <clears throat> um yay but <clears throat> it worked that's good to know that this is at least now feasible for the future. Um, I have no idea how like the video recording is even going to look uh, after this either, but and I've been no clue. playing around with all like the brightness and everything and I only have so many, you know. Oh. This is so weird. It's still, it won't let me, when I go, so I guess I can toggle between gallery view and speaker view. And Yeah, I don't like speaker view. All speaker view does is highlights the window of who's talking but if i go to gallery view it shows all of us right it shows well speaker view showed all three at the same time also but for, so for me like on the phone app i'm in like the i don't know it, it doesn't show like which view is what it doesn't like show the names there's like three pages I think right i'm in speaker view and actually, it's like it'll talk between you two. It's not showing me myself, but it, yeah. It, Swipe right once. There's I have a view with all three of this. That's that's what I was getting. Yeah, yeah. Like it 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 highlights who's talking in the one in speaker, in speaker view. But then if I go to gallery view, it does the same thing, but it blows it up. Except it's not doing it for me. So even though I'm talking hmm. all this time, Matt is still in the big portrait. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Was, I'm sorry. And I'm, doing the same I know. Thing for me. <laughs> I'm trying to figure oh, out how to do this. No, it's, it's not. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. That was I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay in my uh, Yeah, I'm going to keep it just all the three, the three things. Yeah, so. I'm just going to stick the portrait. <laughs> yeah, I got, um, I, are, are either of you familiar with uh, uh, Westdale Theater in Hamilton? No. Uh, is that the one on concession? Uh, no, I think that's the Zoetic. Okay, right, right. Um, but it's the same deal. It's like a single oh, went, uh, no, 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 I went to Westdale. theater. Yeah, I went to Westdale before this. Oh, yeah, okay. But just because, um, <laughs> like, I, I, uh, I'm, like, on their mailing list, but now they're not showing anything, obviously. So they're trying to get people, like, engaged and stuff like that. So they sent me out this email. They're like, oh, like, if you download like the Zoom app, like we're organizing all of these like, um, like film clubs and stuff like that. So oh. I'm like, oh, that sounds like really cool. 
So like I downloaded it, I set up my account, I got everything set up and everything. And then they're like, no, club's all filled up. So I'm like, well, that's what a kick in the nuts. So uh, now I've got the stupid app on my computer and I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. So I thought it may as well uh, get some people together and, and talk about whatever we want to talk about. It could be fun and it's not like we've got anything else going on now anyway. Um, yeah, Zoom is like, I see everybody using Zoom right now. It's like the number one trendy thing to do right now. I had never heard of it, and it sounds like yeah. it came out of nowhere. It, like, picked up real good when COVID started, basically. Yeah, I guess so. Is, is, it, is it a new app, though, or is it just, like, I'm, only caught on no now? Idea. I had never heard of it before. Um, I used it last year for, like, um... Uh, kind of like an online course type of thing. It would be, or it was like, uh, it was more like a conference call. Like I was on a conference okay. call once a week for it last year. So it's, it's been around. It's probably just sort of, I don't know, getting big now. Hmm. Interesting. Everyone has to use it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, if there's anything that anyone knows me for, it's for being trendy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, but, uh, like, so anyway, so I don't, don't expect the top executives to be like, yo, let's use discord, hop on discord. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so did, uh, whoa, I'm getting some feedback now. Yeah. I'm hearing double. I think I might be coming out of someone's speaker and then I'm getting picked up by the microphone again. That's a weird phenomenon. It kind of stopped, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, didn't happen for me. Oh, there. No? Oh. Okay, I don't know. It's not my... Oh. my... Yeah. <clears throat> Okie doke. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, uh, really. I, I have no uh, uh, roadmap for any of this. This is meant as mostly an experiment, but um, I guess it's, it's born basically because, well, like, we should date this right now. It is... Uh, just for if for no other reason than posterity it's april 15th 2020 and we're recording this uh right at like the i don't know if it's necessarily the peak yet but it feels like the peak of the covid19 outbreak so it everyone's all the peak. yeah everyone's all like hold up uh with nothing to do uh unless of course you're like matt here who's an essential worker so, um, oh, dang, now I'm getting a message saying my internet connection is unstable and I'm getting the feedback again. Oh, stopping is, yeah, we're getting, <laughs> it's got into the computers. It's adapted. Um, but, uh, so anyway, I guess the point is, is that we're all holed up with nothing else to do and we're just kind of looking for uh, some way to pass the I got, time. I got, a week, I got a week left of pulling up. Oh, yeah? I got to go back soon. You do. Ha you, so it's not even like an option. Cause like, cause Eric, you said uh, you're, you took a, a voluntary leave. Yeah. They, uh, mm -hmm. so I'm working construction right now and they offered, um, voluntary layoff. So I ended up taking that because I go and like see my, my sister's baby sometimes. So just for yeah, don't risk it. sake, but mm -hmm. then like, I think about four days later, uh, the Ontario government like changed um, the list uh, of 
like what businesses are considered essential and then a lot of like construction stuff got shut down. So the company I work for is still operating, but I know a lot of people got laid off and because mm -hmm. I was newer, I, I mean, I probably, so long story short, now that I've told the long story, I think I would have gotten laid off anyway, about four days later. So, yeah. Interesting. And for me, I got a lot of stuff stuck in my head and I just need a time off. Oh. So I'm just taking, I'm just taking two weeks. Um, this is my first week. So got one more week left and I'm back. Nice. But it's, it's not optional though, eh? It's either come back or, or you have no job. Oh, I guess I could probably extend if I want, if I needed to or wanted to, but I don't know. I can choose to make this a vacation or I could apply for the, what is it called? This, whatever thing it's called unemployment stuff yeah yeah well you know my dad was talking to me uh, about like his experience with that because he's um like a school bus driver yeah and um he applied for this this thing but he ended up having to rescind it at least for a month or something like that because his company called him and said no like we're actually going to pay you for the month of april oh but the thing is uh he's making less money that way. <laughs> so like, I'm just wondering if there's not some loophole where you can just be like, no, I'm going to like, I don't want to come into work. Like it's, a, I consider it an issue of my personal safety. I just don't want to do it. Collect the, the benefits or whatever. And like maybe make more money than you would if you were just going in. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing too, is uh, like everybody that's, I still get the emails from my work because I'm just laid off. I'm still part of the company. So like everybody that is working is like uh, stuck on like seven hours a day with no option of overtime. So like 35 hours a week. And like I was doing the math and I'm definitely making about the same, just like I, I haven't received, I, I just applied for um, the CERB uh, for I actually know a lot about it because I looked a lot into it over the last few weeks. But basically, like the second uh, the four week period is starting. Well, started on Sunday, so it's it is in four week intervals. They're like specific set four week intervals. Like the the second one I think is like April twelfth to May ninth, um, and in order to get it you have to for the first month that you get it you have to have been unemployed for 14 consecutive days during it which is probably what like um like screwed your dad out of getting you know his first month or whatever yeah but yeah. There, there is um a silver lining to that like for your dad's part oh my car light keeps going off here um which is you can only so they have this thing set out for at least it's going to run for at least six months but any one person can only get like four months of it so if you miss the first one that just means he'll be able to get like be on it for another month longer hmm. that's interesting although yeah. like too like how you said you have to be unemployed for at least 14 months but you had to have been um employed though before that too like because i don't think that this uh like you only get this benefit if you're like actively losing work because of it yeah i think yeah definitely definitely yeah there's a yeah, there's like a few the homeless can't apply for this thing mm -hmm. yeah employed plus, like 
you have to have made at least like five thousand dollars either in 2019 or in the 12 months preceding like going on to it okay um but it applies to like the self-employed too yeah i got a buddy who runs his own like uh <laughs> i shouldn't laugh about this but it's like so tailor for like the perfect storm he he literally runs an event planning business so it's yeah, the absolute worst possible thing because <laughs> every event like by definition anything that is an event now is canceled so like his facebook page right now is just a litany of him like asking people for like advice on how to like get like the like the government benefits and stuff like that <laughs> Because he's got nothing happening right now. Oh, jeez. Well, yeah, I guess Count Bravo's gone. Yeah, that's another thing, too. That, that was another <laughs> thing why I thought that this would be a good, um, like, idea to do something like this. Because, like, while going to, like, the conventions and everything is a lot of fun for its own sake. Um, like... Because he was looking weird regardless of the virus. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, well, like, I was going to say, like just doing like the panels and stuff like that. Like I just love like getting the friends together and like just talking about yeah. stuff. And now like with everything that's going on, like who knows what's happening with Con Bravo. Like it was, that was already up in the air before. Yeah. That, the that one, that one post was weird. Like it's starting earlier, but we don't know where. Or yeah, either earlier or like, and possibly for only two days instead of three days. I don't know what's yeah. going on. So, because I guess Con Bravo for the last five years, I think, had a, um, I, like, I didn't understand how any of this worked, but apparently they yeah, had, they like, a multi-year contract with the oh, Hamilton Convention okay. Center. And so this really year, the contract was up, and it was up for renewal. And for whatever reason, the Hamilton Convention Center chose not to renew. Hmm. So I don't know, like, if, if what the reason for that was, if they wanted more money and Con Bravo couldn't pay it or if they just thought that they could make more money somehow else but that's weird to like have the same the exact same three-day weekend set aside like that block of time that's like just a cash cow for five straight years and then all of a sudden yeah. say like oh no we're gonna try our hand like try our luck with something else so now con bravo is still looking for like a uh, a new venue i guess yeah. and uh yeah, they were toying with maybe two days instead of three days and, and possibly going back to Burlington. I guess the first year it was in Oakville and then years two and three it was in Burlington. Yeah, the and after that, end. it's ever ever since then been in Hamilton. So I think they were thinking about going back to Burlington, although they might be able to get a proper convention center instead of like the crappy hotel that it was in before. That was, that was pretty bad. Like, the Halloween was interesting. That like there were some like that was where I did my first panel, and that was you did, oh in, yeah, you did the, re, the first reboot one in the holiday. Uh no, that the first reboot one was in Hamilton. The okay. first panel I did in Burlington was my first Matrix panel. Oh um, uh, okay. I'm not even sure if I knew you guys at that point. I can't remember. No, I think no, that I was, was even high, before. I was in high school for my first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was 2010 but, was my first one. Like, it was weird. The, the hotel, like, it sat on top of this, like, mini convention center with, like, a few, like, meeting rooms and stuff. Okay. But then 
some of like the smaller panels were up in like the actual hotel. Like it was like around the corner from like a bunch of the suites and those walls were just paper thin. So like the tenants were just constantly like complaining and we'd always have like the, the holiday in staff like coming and like talking at last like complaining about the noise and even when you'd be like it was even worse waiting to get into the panel because you would be waiting in the hallways literally right outside people's doors oh my god so the noise was incredible so i'd, I'd hate that to have to go like, back that something like that, like that. <laughs> but especially with how big it's gotten if they had to go back to a hotel oh there's fun. no there's no way that like uh well uh, assuming that they drew the same attendance again because yeah the very yeah the very first con bravo was only like 300 people and now it's somewhere in the range of about 5,000 people i don't know they haven't updated the numbers in a while just 5,000 yeah uh, the 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 wikipedia page used to post the numbers and Mm -hmm. um i think you can still see them if you go into like the edit mode but on the actual page i don't think it's listed unless it's been put back up since I last checked it, but hmm. yeah, it was somewhere between forty five hundred to five thousand in the last couple of years, I believe. It like completely changes downtown when it happens too. Like yeah, you can see the cosplayers and everything walking around. It's weird as hell, but it's great. Yeah, yeah, and it was such a, a great location for it too. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I just had to take a bus as it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like, well, next year, if. Yeah, I don't, don't even know where, what city it's going to be in. I don't, I, it sounds like people like still really want it to stay in Hamilton, but I just don't know yeah. if it's feasible. Like, where else is there like that could host that kind of a thing in Hamilton? Yeah. In Hamilton, yeah. I, have, I have no idea. Yeah, the convention center is awesome there. Like, I don't know. It's it's it's. Like, it's so cool that um, it's right across the street from the Sheridan, and it's got, like, the glass bridge that goes across, you know, yeah. uh, King Street there. Like, yeah, it's really cool. You got the, you got Jack Square, right, like, right by it. And, like, all the, the space is, like, well, I mean, this maybe goes without saying because it's called the Convention Center. This is what it's designed for. But, <laughs> like, it, 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 like, works to, like, it, it, it it's, it's functionally... Like it does what it's supposed to do. Like that that was the thing. One of the things that I was the most sour about when it was at the Holiday Inn was oftentimes panels, like if it was a popular panel, you might you might just not get in. Mm. And just because like, small. We were talking about like relatively small at the time, like D-list YouTube celebrities. But the room could only had a capacity of maybe like 30 people. So, you know, if it, I mean, that'd be fine if it was like one of our panels, but, uh, but like somebody like, yeah, Yeah. or like, um, uh, when, uh, the angry video game nerd came, he got got in the convention early. That was the third year of the convention. Yeah. That was the third year. That was the second year they were in Burlington. And, uh, so, but that at least they had the foresight to know that it was going to be so big that they couldn't put him in a room. So they like literally put him like next to the pool and they used yeah, the no, I, I, I remember that line. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. And I think that's, that's only one of two times that he's even like made a Canadian appearance. Really? So yeah. Well, the, and the other time was um, 
fan world. I can't remember what year it was, but it was the first year of that convention. And that was that weird convention. They gave up on it immediately afterwards okay. because it, it, it proved to be too ambitious. But the idea was that it was, and I, I think it, this might even have been the first convention to ever do this. The idea was that it was at Niagara Falls, but it was happening on both sides of the border. So wow. <laughs> they, they actually like rented out like in Buffalo a convention space. And then on the Canadian side, they got a whole bunch of like connected spaces. So there was like a bar and then that was like connected to like an arcade or something. And then that was connected oh, really? to like part of the casino. And so it was like they made use of all these like connected spaces on the, on the Canadian side. And and your your um your pass for the weekend like got you admission to both sides. So it was like when you were done with like one side, you could literally just take the footbridge across and and check out the American side. No, is that like free citizenship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was this was in a pre-Donald Trump world. So they weren't worried about uh, you know, having to build a wall to keep the Canadians out yet. Um, really bad one. <laughs> yeah, the bad ones. Um, <laughs> uh, we light up the falls. They yeah. Can't stop <laughs> uh, I miss back when uh, you just needed like ID to get across the border. I, yeah. I think it was um, yeah. 2009. I think it was 2009 that they changed it where you needed a passport to get across the border. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I, I think younger, you could. Right? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, I'm like we went to New York once, and I don't remember having a passport at that age. <laughs> and we just went right past, right by. Yeah, like, I you check and everything, but like. I, I do seem to recall that when they put in the, that rule about the passports, that you technically could still use a birth certificate, but it's not like anyone's like walking around with that on them. I guess if you know you're going to another country, I guess you would carry it. Yeah, I that. suppose. But then, I, I don't know, if you're going to, well, I don't know. I guess it depends on how much traveling you do. I only got my passport at all because I went to Europe, so I've happened to have it, but I've never used yeah, it. Yeah, I, I got one now, but I don't need to use it. And now, and now we can't go anywhere anyway, so. Now passports are useless. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So speaking of things that like throw back to the olden days, like them gas prices right now. Holy smokes. I don't you think I've been alive with them this low. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> it, it really does make me feel old. Like that's such a, like an old fogey statement to make me like, I remember when gas was this many cents a liter. Now a whole new generation can say this. Like I actually, like somehow, I don't know how I remember this, but I was actually able to date it. Like when the, the price came down to like, and now it's a lot lower than this, but when it, it kept coming down and it hit 88 cents and I was like, I was in college when it was 88 cents. Like that was like my second year. I can remember that because that was the first year that I had my own car. And so it was like for the first time I was having to actually buy gas. So that's probably why I remember the price yeah. in my mind. But, and now it's, what was it? recently like 77 oh, <laughs> yeah i think it's like 75 here in port colburn right now but we definitely got under 70 a couple weeks ago wow 
that's which is like insane. Fun. My car is always full of gas now. It's awesome. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't. What everyone, what everyone's saying, it's like, wow, gas is so cheap, but no one needs it. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, like I would love to go out and buy a tank of gas, except I've been on full for weeks now. I've got nowhere yeah. to go. The grocery store is like five minutes away from my house. So grab some drums. <laughs> Roll it up and just fill with it. Actually, I have walked a couple of times because it's not that it's only like a 15 minute walk. So I get out of my house for that reason. Mm-hmm. But like I actually like the last time I made a trip, I got like a couple of weeks worth of groceries. So I've been like cooped up for, for like 14 straight days now. The cabin fever is just getting to me. <laughs> I'm I'm dealing with this real well. Yeah. <laughs> the two week isolation. I'm dealing with this so well. You know, this is the weird thing for me. <laughs> I'm surprising myself. I thought that I was going to be handling this really well because I'm like a super homebody. Ninety nine yeah. out of a hundred times, people say like, "Do you want to come out and do something?" I'm like, "Nah, I think I'll stay home." But now, just because it's like like. It's not my choice anymore. You I guess that's like, yeah, it's like total reverse psychology. It makes me feel like, well, if you're telling me that I have to do this, then I'm going to want to do the opposite. But, <laughs> yeah. I but now like people's lives are on the line. So I can't just be a naughty boy. I have to yeah. be like, oh, I actually have to, you know, put other people's well-being before <laughs> my own need to breathe some fresh air. But it's it's like the old thing where it's like there's two kids and there's one toy. One kid is playing with a toy and then you have to switch to the other kid. That other kid really wants that toy now. Yeah, but they weren't <laughs> even playing with it before, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. This is the most important thing in universe, universe and I need it right now. <laughs> I wish there was a way of muting my microphone when I know I'm going to cough. <laughs> That kind of worked. I didn't hear the cough. <laughs> oh, I did, you actually muted. Okay. Oh, wait, what? What just happened? Yeah, you're definitely muted now, Jordan. Oh, I'm still muted? Oh, there we go. Oh, you're back. Long cough. I'm bright. Yeah, apparently. No, I put. Um, this is why I shouldn't play around with it too much. I thought I pushed the button, but apparently not. No. This is what you get for $200 for a professional external microphone. It's pretty neat though. Like it lets you like adjust the, um, I can't remember what you'd call it. Um, I learned all this stuff back in film school, but it's like the, the bands for how a microphone can pick up. So it's like, if it's just me, I'm going to set it to, what's it called now? Like oh, directional? Does, yeah directional yeah so it's like it's like a mono direction but then if you like if you're set up with like a like a larry king style interview one person on each side of the table then you can set it to like bi-directional or then you can set it to like omnidirectional and just pick up everything and stuff like that it's got like a whole bunch of different settings it's pretty neat that technology there yeah you got a pop filter on that boy (laughs) (laughs) no i i wish I, I, I blew my life savings on this thing. And what I, you know, what I'd really like is uh, uh, well, uh, technically um, you could just put like a sock over it and it would technically do the same job. Um, but the, the thing that I would really want 
is uh, is an arm to like suspend it so it's not sitting on my desk because oh, it's yeah, like yeah. a really good table stand and it's fine now because I'm not touching anything but like for my channel for example um, and actually it's okay then to like if I'm playing like a console or like something with like a controller but if I'm playing mouse and keyboard it picks mm. up all the vibration of like all the clicking and everything so nice. i've had to try to dampen it by like resting it on like towels and stuff <laughs> on my desk it looks it looks pretty silly but it, it's you know it's out of the view of the camera anyway but um i don't know it's it's done a, a respectable job but i'd really like to have it suspended the way that uh, the pros do it Ooh. it's a raid channel legend and actually, I should probably look into getting a cable for my my camcorder as well. I don't know why, because I bought it like used out of the what's it called out of box. So I got like a really really good deal on it, but it like didn't come with anything except for a battery. So I have almost no accessories. So otherwise, I'd be using that right now. But I guess the Alienware built-in webcam is doing a relatively yeah, I, decent I job. I mean, they got a tiny phone screen, but like, it looks good on my end. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'd, I'd played around with like all the colors and the lighting and the contrast and everything, but honestly, right now, <laughs> my face is literally being lit up by my main computer screen because if I literally just minimize the window, all of a sudden I go in the dark. <laughs> so I have to keep, I literally have to keep the my computer screen open. <laughs> just get a white JPEG. There you go. <clears throat> that's exactly uh, okay see that that time i tried to mute my cough oh. i pushed the button and it didn't work <laughs> see oh uh, no you're muted you're muted and now i'm back there okay you i don't know it's weird it you have to really push the button i have like, <clears throat> a headset for my pc and all i have to do to mute my mic is flick it up and i flick it down then i can talk it's great it's great. Every time I have to sneeze, I just flick it up. Perfect. <laughs> so, uh, you so getting back to how people are managing. You said you're you're handling being in isolation really well. Yeah, video games, man. Just games, and that's it. And <laughs> games, YouTube. Watch that Tiger King thing. Yes, I did. Oh, see, I'm still behind on that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch that either. That bitch killed her husband. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to watch it, even if I don't want to, just in order to understand what everyone's talking about. It's, it's compelling. Everyone is terrible, yeah. and it is very interesting to watch. But it's, not... is, it's an entertainer, but he's a criminal. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a series, though. Like it's not, it's a documentary, but it's not like, is it like a two hour movie? No, it's like, isn't it like seven episodes or something? Seven episodes, yeah. So, okay, There's yeah, right, it is episodic. Yeah, that's the thing. So I thought it was like a feature length documentary, but then people no. are talking about how like, oh, like episode eight is coming out soon. Yeah, well, it's complete, but episode eight was like this weird post show where they talked to some of the people now. Oh. After everything. Wait, so how long ago was this filmed? Uh, I think it was the jail. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> 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 I 
uh, uh, maybe a couple of years ago, like 2015 or something. I want to say. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I guess I guess I'll have. It remains to be seen then why he's in jail. <laughs> it's not much of a spoiler when it literally starts with, like, he's in a call from jail. Oh, okay, okay. That's like, the how... of, like the documentary starts with him in jail. Okay, so you set it up for me. Okay, great. Yeah, so I, I didn't spoil anything. Well, now I'm I'm looking forward to it even more. Then it's stupid, but it's interesting, <laughs> and I feel bad for those tigers. My Netflix uh, like watch list keeps getting longer and longer, and I just never seem to knock <laughs> anything off. My Netflix I, is usually just anime, but now it has Tiger King and Austin Powers. <laughs> <and Jeff>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most everything I want to watch, I've got on like DVD and Blu-ray now, anyway. But so yeah, that's, that's another thing now. Like you can't buy physical media anymore. Like the only Digital thing is going to take over even more after this. Yeah, I imagine. And like Walmart is technically open. You can get what they've got, but they're not stocking anything new. Yeah. Like I wanted to buy a physical copy of FF7. Yeah, me too. I I, I went I went to Walmart and it was it was kind of funny to me how they've got um like a a printed sign at least at my location, a printed sign on the glass cabinet saying like we're not selling physical copies in order to promote like social distancing yeah but it's like okay how is it i was supposed to read that sign <laughs> <laughs> i'm already here <laughs> and then we'll practice the distancing give me the game and i will go people have people do have to come out for groceries at some point and not yeah. Not everybody can have groceries delivered. So. No, yeah, not everyone's going to use Uber Eats or whatever the hell. What about just like getting the physical copy shipped to you off of Amazon or something? Yeah, I so, might I might go for that eventually. Um, I tried before it came out. Hmm. Square Enix is bad with Amazon. Hmm. I've had two bad experiences now, counting up of seven. For Canada specifically... It was unavailable in general for like very close to release to the point where I was like, okay, fuck this. I'm going to just buy digital. I want it on launch day. Even if there's a pandemic, I want it yeah. on launch day and I'm going to get it on launch day. <laughs> there was a lot of weirdness with that launch, right? Because they started shipping it like, like 10 days in advance of the launch date of certain region. Yeah. Yeah, people got it a, like a yeah, almost over a week early, and they just went ham. <laughs> and that's it like really that. That game has had more buzz than like almost like than any other game for like a while. And well, like, it, this is this is like the equivalent of like a full scale remake of Ocarina for some people. <laughs> Yeah, and but like, and part well, of the it, thing too. FF Seven and Ocarina were competing; like they were enemies. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> and um, like, but because it's a remake, like people already know the story, so they changed uh, stuff. <laughs> uh, but, well, this is the thing. This is what I'm hearing. I I haven't played the original either, but okay, like I'm hearing like that's like everyone was like worried about spoilers. But then that was the counter to it. It's like, well, it's not really a new game. But then, yeah, but then like, it comes out, oh, no, they changed all this stuff. 
they well, actually all, like they didn't just the add to it, but they actually changed stuff. Because I've played, I've played through Final Fantasy VII, I think like three times, so I'm pretty familiar. There's going to be some differences, like Re- like actual I like it's like parallel universe it. Final Fantasy VII. I guess I haven't beaten it, so I don't know if it like completely starts diverging. I know it's just Midgar. Hmm. Like this remake ends at Midgar. They do not go to the overworld yet. I guess so, it it wasn't so final after all. I'll just I'll just mute myself now for the rest of the yeah eternal fantasy. <laughs> yeah, just walk away. Hold <laughs> the George Costanza. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the children out of the way. So, uh, they're making the the remake in three parts, right? Is that correct? Uh, I don't know if they officially said how many parts, but it's definitely multiple parts. Because, like, if it's only Midgar, um, like that's, that's definitely not even not the, that's not the even the first. Disc. I mean, that's like one tenth of the game, maybe. Yeah. Like, it's not even the first disc. Oh wow! Yeah, no, not even close. Because the first disc, I believe, ends around a certain moment that everyone knows about. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, we we were talking the other day about Advent Children, and so because I've seen that, that moment was ruined for me. Well, that, yeah, that it would have been hard making it to twenty twenty without finding that out. Yeah. That moment is like. That's a Darth Vader is Luke's father. It seems it's, like it's it. that iconic. Like <laughs> definitely, I still remember the first time I made it there. I was just like really confused. Like, like when I was a kid. Like, and where's I remember, my material? Like, I immediately had the like cynical <laughs> thought of like, you know, this is dumb because like my characters die in like almost every battle, and I just revive them. You know? Yeah, you phoenix down them. Well, now they specifically say, probably to make this future moment very, like, stapled in, Cloud fell unconscious. When, he, when you're down in battle, oh, you're unconscious. Gotcha. Oh, okay, right. okay, I see. Or yeah. Aerith is unconscious. So it's like in Pokemon, they don't, they don't die, they they're just yeah, knocked they out, faint. they fainted. Yeah, yeah exactly. Except for yeah. the giant graveyard in Lavender Town, yeah. <laughs> Literal tower of graves, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, they're doing a great job. Oh, cross like the remake is awesome? Yeah, it looks awesome. You still cross-dress, don't worry. Oh, so you did end up uh, getting the digital yeah, version. Yeah, I got oh. the yeah, I think um, like I, I, I'm, I don't know. I might look at Amazon. I think uh, you can try. It might, it might be up now. Things, now that it's out. Oh yeah. Is it or no? you get import you from US, but that'll cost more. Yeah, I'm not that desperate to play it. But I know like EB has been really uh, aggressive uh, in the past month or so with their emails, like really hammering it into people's skulls that like. Hey, guess what? Like, even if you can't come into our store, you can still get games from us and stuff like that. And like, I don't remember. Please like, buy something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they were, they were. Okay, can I interest you in our rewards card? No. Um, One uh, edge card. Yeah, I've got. I already have cloud in my party. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I've got that red card, but I've, I don't think I've ever used it once. Well, but, I've got the gold card. 
I had a card. I felt bad. And I, I was in Waterloo. I bought a Tingle toy in Waterloo. And they're like, hey, you want an edge card? And like, oh, I'll give you the commission. Here's, Here you go. Here's the thing, Matt. I know what you're talking about <laughs> when you say Tingle toy. Oh, Tingle toy. <laughs> Uh, you Let's, know, just your typical GameStop <laughs> indie games tingle toy. <laughs> Let's just uh, emphasize that this wasn't some ad you saw on Pornhub or something. Cool Olympa. But no, I know when like Doom Eternal came out, I was getting like an email from EB every single day being like, hey guys, just so you know, like, We'll ship it to you like for free shipping and stuff like that if you still want to get it from us and all this stuff. So I'm not sure what they're like if there's any mm. specials with Final Fantasy, but well, yeah, I don't know much about EB. I just know about GameStop. <laughs> what yeah. they were doing? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty shocking. Hearing how like uh, like you, you, I've been Did hearing you hear for the years. Call? I've been hearing for years uh, like uh, how. Everyone who's ever worked for them has nothing good to say about them. But I always was slightly yeah. skeptical of like how like maybe it's a little overblown because yeah. everybody kind of hates their job to a certain extent. Yeah, but absolutely. like as it's really kind of coming out, their business practices are like some are like drama that I missed out on? Because I don't I don't know anything about this. GameStop was like basically forcing people to work during this pandemic. Like they deemed themselves an essential service. <laughs> um, well, they tried to, yeah. And then they, tried they, to. They, they told their employees like give the cops this like piece of paper to tell them that we are an essential service to they, turn them away. They were literally like the police. <laughs> there, there was literally a company memo put out to all like the store managers that if the police show up to try to shut your store down, you are to resist them. Like, resist the police to sell Animal Crossing. Take take the power back. Like, <laughs> power to the players, if you will. Yeah, right. See if you can <laughs> sell them an edge card while they're there. Like, yeah. And that was but, after like uh, a year ago, there was that big story about, um, or actually it might've been a little bit more, but like it was when EB, or not EB, GameStop, tried getting into like retro games so they would like mm -hmm. buy like your old games and then like refurbish them and sell them back but it was like all kind of online so you had no idea what you were getting and then there was all kinds of stuff going on like people people were like <laughs> taking like the cases of like rare games or no like they were like they were printing out fake labels or something like that okay and just putting them on crap so people would think that they had like a copy of little samson but inside it was just, it was like Super Mario or something stupid. Just slap on Earthbound, like, oh, here's Duck Hunt. Yeah, pretty, and they like, <laughs> they weren't even checking and like, it goes in the warehouse, it gets it put on their website. Oh, we've got Little Samson for sale and people get, get the game and stuff like that. Or like, they were, and they kept trying to feed like consumers this story about how like, oh, we're taking it super seriously. We've got teams of people that we're training to refurbish games. They're like, opening all the cartridges and cleaning everything and replacing batteries and testing everything. And it's like, there's with how overblown they were, there was no possible way that they were going yeah. to get through everything. So like there were all these reports of games, like slipping through the crap cracks and 
people like resellers taking advantage of it because what is the guy working behind the counter care? He's just going to, yeah, he's making his money. He just wants to get to the weekend. So do you guys remember when there was a trend of YouTube videos years ago of people like dumpster diving behind like EB games and game stops and stuff and seeing what they could find? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that was, that was another bit of the controversy too. How like a lot of stores, we're just like, well, we can't sell these games anymore. So we're That's like, it's literally like, it's not just like apathy. We don't give a crap about this. Let's just get rid of it. It was like a company policy. You are to throw this in the garbage. You can't salvage it. You can't buy it even for yourself. Like you, these, like the games it's have like to be destroyed. Why? What's the point? I, like at that point, when it, when it is garbage, why not just let them have the option? Let's just take it home. If, if no one, if literally we cannot sell this. Why are we just throwing it out? Yeah, I remember, it? like, there, there. I remember watching a few of those videos, and sometimes, like, the cords of the controllers would be cut, and like, kind of like going along with what you guys are saying, like, like, I, like they were just. I don't know. Maybe it was something to do with, um, like, uh, I know there are certain tax write-offs where, like, you can write off stuff that is like considered waste. So maybe it had to do with that. I don't know. If. If you can ever trace anything back to money, that's probably yeah, that's... a good place to look. Yeah, if you want to see the fall of humanity, uh, someone posted like a conference call with GameStop during this. Really? And like people don't have enough sanitizer and stuff to like sanitize all the services, and like, oh, we're we're taking this with a day by day basis. Just keep going in. We'll tell you if you can't, if you don't have to anymore. Like, but we don't have sanitizer. What are we supposed to use? Oh yeah, and then oh, someone just buy your own. And just bring I seem it to the store. I seem to recall that somebody else at one point asked, like, okay, so you're trying to get yourself classified as an essential service. You're attempting to keep all of your stores open and everything like that. What happens if someone gets coronavirus? What happens if it's contaminated? And they literally said, "We'll close the store down, clean it, everything, sanitize everything." reopen it and just hire a completely new staff <laughs> it's like it's it's like you're if you're trying to be it, everyone's evil. fired like that's essentially what it came down to from the sound of it i don't know maybe they were misunderstood but that's maybe. that was uh, about the gist people were taking like, away from it like one thing was like are we still taking used games like this we should not be taking used games and like oh no we're taking used games yeah don't worry yeah yeah no <laughs> like they could be contaminated they, they're just disgusting like wh why are we taking them <laughs> well you know it's just about the problem like <laughs> shut the fuck up you're sitting at home <laughs> yeah i'm surprised that places like are even accepting cash still although not many places i don't think anymore. That, that's one thing though that kind of annoys me with the banks is that if like we should be discouraging the use of cash, but if that's yeah, the case, banks should be waiving fees for debit purchases. And it's like, I know like yeah. a lot of people, like for certain accounts, like you get so many, you know, debit transactions without getting charged or whatever. But like, I've like, I got the most basic account possible. So I only have like four or five and not that I'm like going mm -hmm. out, like spending a lot right now. Um, well, when you need like groceries or something. Yeah, but like, you know, in theory, like if, you know, if you go over that, you get charged and the bank is happy to take your, your money for the, the privilege of using your own money. And it's like, we're in a pandemic right now. Like we're yeah. trying to- A lot of things should this. be waived right now. 
That sucks, man. Yeah, I have uh, I have Infinity. You know, I yeah. uh, I used to uh, I, just I used to have a limited amount when I was with RBC. It was I had a limited amount, and I think I had to pay like eleven dollars a month for my account. So my girlfriend at the time, like, I, I mean, I was too lazy to do this, but my girlfriend at the time made me switch over to like PC Financial, which like has its own downfalls. But yeah, I have you know unlimited, so that's pretty cool. No bank is great. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, I th- like obviously my bank has the option for like unlimited withdrawals and all that stuff or debit purchases, but like you're paying more for it. Like my account is only maybe like two bucks a month. But even so, like you know, we're in a time when at, like every company is really preoccupied with making sure that they're seen as doing their part. And what have we seen from yeah. the banks? I don't know. This, this would be Scrooge. like one small thing. Was that Ebenezer Scrooge? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So it's not Christmas. It's the apoc- apocalypse, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kitty. Which? Oh, hang on, my cat wants to use her litter box. Oh, I've oh. seen some crazy stories, like the five G. Say stuff. hi to the internet. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. Now Jordan can't upload this to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, like just the stories of people like apparently like in the UK, like all like burning oh, down towers and stuff. <laughs> I, I saw a video that was supposedly people in Wuhan, China, like people on like a rope doing like a tug of war, like pulling down a tower, like like Wuhan, They believe it. Yeah, I don't know. I saw a video that was supposedly that, like people like pulling down a a 5G tower with like a rope. <laughs> yeah, I've only heard of, well, now I've heard of three towers getting taken down now. One was a Molotov, one was Wuhan, and Dutch people just bust in and down. <laughs> Dutch people? <laughs> <laughs> just taking it out. And then you guys, it's, it's not, it's not cell, it's not cell phone tower shit. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. I had heard, uh, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but I had heard that uh, supposedly in Wuhan, the wet markets are already reopening. <laughs> well, that's apparently wasn't what it was, right? Like the bat thing is apparently like fake. Well, it's, I guess it's not like specifically bats, but like it, 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 it was related to that. And so I, I can't pretend to understand any of this, but the one thing I did hear was that like, apparently bat, <laughs> this, this sounds like I read it in a comic book, but bat DNA <laughs> and human DNA is apparently very similar. Um, so that like, explains like how it like it transmitted so easily or something like that okay but um hopefully it doesn't also uh you know indicate we're gonna get man bat anytime soon because that was a scary episode we're doing pretty good as a country with this stuff i keep hearing like not exactly conflicting reports, but like, uh, I'm kind of never really sure what to think because when this was first all going down, I heard that Canada was dealing with this arguably better than any other country in the world. And then uh, Ontario had something like only 200 cases. 
and well like every it was exploding everywhere and so it's like okay like we got to take this seriously but it seems like we've got like a handle on this and then like a couple of days later it's like oh like we've got 5000 infected hundreds dead and it's expected to like the death the death toll in ontario alone was expected to be somewhere between 5000 and 15000 and then, and then I read this, this, oh, this pissed me off so much because I'm not someone that like gets freaked out easily by like headlines and stuff like this, but this was such a, a, a gross, um, uh, uh, what's the term uh, uh, for like a misleading headline? Like clickbait or? Clickbait, yeah, it was like clickbait. Like clickbait. Um, but it was such, so obviously misleading where the head, I think it was Rob who posted it. It was like, a uh, uh, new study suggests the death, the deaths in Canada could reach three hundred thousand. That's that's one percent of all Canadians. I'm like, so, what the fuck? But then I I clicked it and read the article, and then it's like, oh, like studies suggest that this is how bad it could have been if we had done nothing. Okay. Yeah, Jesus. of course. If we do nothing, people are going to die. My heart was about to explode. A month or a month and a half ago, like our um, our federal health minister Patty Haydu, like like made a statement herself. Like that, it might have been this, where like she said, like you know, we reviewed a bunch of studies, and she just gave like a vague, like huge number. But yeah, it was like three to seven hundred thousand people could could die or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah obviously, Excuse at this point, me. it doesn't look like we're going there, but. No, like it's gonna be a lot better, but um, well, you know, in quotes, but like, uh, like three hundred thousand—that—that's one percent of all Canadians, and it's estimated that it coronavirus has a mortality rate of something like one percent of all infected, which means that one hundred percent of Canadians would have to be infected. <laughs> like, what the hell am I even staying inside for then? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this whole situation is so crazy. Like, I don't even know. Like, it's, it's been going on. One, it's, I mean, the news articles were coming out since right from the beginning of the year, but then it really just kind of, like, it seemed like one of those things that would be another, you know, swine flu or just something that you didn't yeah. really have to pay much attention to. And then all of a sudden, it's like super real and the whole world's on lockdown, you know? And like, yeah. uh, it's so bizarre. Like, there are so many, like, like there's like a million and one conspiracy theories going around surrounding the whole thing. And, just so strange like you don't even know what to expect next like we're literally living history right now like this is going to be in history books yeah it's it's crazy to think generations from now kids are going to be in a classroom learning about right now <laughs> you know and, and it's weird too like how you mentioned swine flu like i have a friend who got wish we gave it a h1n1 name. and um uh, like they were in um like uh like isolation in like the hospital and everything. And it was like really scary. Um, and yet I never had the same yeah. sensation even then that like this was going to like get out of hand or, or anything. Um, but uh, like we, we've been hearing about coronavirus since like January and I kind of had like the same impression, like, Oh, like it sounds yeah. like things are really bad over there, but it's it's probably going to be just like uh you know something that stays in that part of the world and then it came here and it just yeah exploded like practically overnight seemingly and then it was like a period of like 
48 hours where it was just like one domino falling after another where it was like oh this is shut yeah. down this is shut down this is being canceled it was just everyone fell in line well like it wasn't scary until it got to europe well not scary but like it wasn't like a, pro- a problem until i got into europe because then italy exploded it's like oh shit yeah like yeah that's the thing definitely once italy like and italy just like all of a sudden was just like the whole country's just like shut down and everybody's pissed because they can't buy pasta (laughs) that was so weird i never really understood that like how does this thing like it starts (laughs) (laughs) it it starts in china and then spreads throughout china they were the first big ones to get it so they didn't do anything right but like it was such a like it was so hard for me to make sense of that transition. Like it, it, it explodes in China and then all of a sudden Italy. Like that's a weird transition. All these fucking executives are like, Oh, we're going to tap into the Chinese market. And then pandemic starts in China, China and everyone gets it. (laughs) Hmm. I don't know. That's, that's I wonder, like a part of me wonders too, if it's like, cause like I think France is the most like visited by tourists uh, country, yeah, so probably. like you might have expected it to blow up there. So I don't know why yeah. Italy, but a, a part well, of me wonders if it's visiting China, not people visiting Italy. Oh, so a- Italians visit China? Yeah, they went to China probably for business, or maybe even for vacation, mm. whatever. And then when they came home. Because no one was screening stuff yet. That's so. That's weird. Because like, well, that's like, one every, of that, that's kind of everyone, though, isn't it? Like, everyone wants to break into the Chinese market. Yeah, and so, like that's just, probably why it started exploding. Because all the executives are fucking flying over to China. <laughs> it's still now, weird, though, that <laughs> Italy, like, was the thing that broke out first. Yeah, of all the countries, like, I'm surprised really America weird. wasn't one of the first ones. I mean, the, like, one of the only reasons I hear about Italy about why it got so bad, and, like, I, you know, I have 0% of the full picture on this, but, like, apparently they have, like, a really old population. Yes, yeah. So, it's a very elderly population as well. And so they're, like, dropping like flies. That's interesting. Yeah, because I think I also heard, like, something like, like close to 50% of all deaths in Canada are all in, like, retirement homes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it goes after much like most flus and stuff like that, it goes after elderly, weak immune, and really young. Like, if you're in one of those categories, you, like, you gotta watch out. Yeah. Like, that is when you stay home, and you do not come out. You get other people to get stuff for you, you stay the fuck home. Yeah, my, my sister-in-law is a nurse, and my cousin is a nurse, so, I'm like, it's like everyone in my family, like, is all like bringing it home with them every day. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. There's like, you find out who's, who's a nurse that you know with this stuff. Yeah. That's a lot of people in medical. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I went to visit uh, my brother's place, like, like just like a couple of days before everything went into lockdown. And I started like almost half panicking, like, oh, like, should I have done that? Like, because I wasn't yeah. in that mindset at that point, but it was so close. And my parents have friends um, 
who live uh, for half, they're Canadian, but they're dual citizens. And for half the year, they live in Georgia. And Georgia right now also is exploding. And they oh, okay. think that they had it already in January because they got deathly ill and they had just January. come like, yeah, and they just like, they, because they just come off of like a cruise or something. Oh. Which oh, we're now also learning are like basically floating death traps. Yeah, they're high. <laughs> and my brother and sister-in-law are like big cruise enthusiasts as well. So they're healthy so far, but... Um, well, I think by now they'd be like safe from it. Yeah, I think... Uh, That's what the whole two weeks is for. You stay home for two weeks and you're good. Yeah, I think they should be good. But then again, like, well, okay. So now I think she's uh, she's able to work from home because like she's she's a registered nurse but she's like higher echelon so she's not doing a lot of the grunt work so i think she's able to do like managerial stuff Mm -hmm. from home i'm not sure exactly what it is that she does but that's the one you're gonna want yeah i think so i think she's okay now but my cousin on the other hand has only been a nurse for like a year so she's still like getting her hands real dirty so that's uh, that's something to uh, yeah. cross your fingers over. I can't even imagine. Like I'd be concerned to say the least. Mm-hmm. Like I just work in a food factory. Yeah. <laughs> so is Canada about to run out of bread? That's why they. That's why you're being you know, yeah. called back into the Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was just me. Like, people are just idiots there. I swear to God. Like, as I said in the chat, like, taking, like, sanitizer dispensers, just, like, opening them up and taking the bottle and leaving. Are they, are they at least <laughs> leaving I, uh... the toilet paper? No. Oh. People are stealing the toilet paper. It's like not even, a pl- it doesn't even feel like a one-ply. It's like half-ply and people are stealing that. <laughs> the toilet paper is shit. My, uh, my <laughs> uncle works uh, for the OPP. He works at the like that Niagara Falls detachment and I, ta- I was talking to him like at least a month ago and he told me like all the hand sanitizer got stolen out of the building <laughs> like out of a police station oh my god what a bold motherfucker that is yeah whoever robs a police down, station right? like damn good on- like you know what you earned it <laughs> you're raiding a police station such a weird thing too like people were like okay you just need to not go out so much so if you buy groceries every day or every two days maybe try buying them every four days or every seven days if you can do it and all of a sudden people are like i am going to be living in a bunker for the next five years so i need to buy every roll of toilet paper i can get my hands on where did this come from and it hasn't been like anything else that's the bizarre one for me. Like I, I have stocked up on a fair few like cans of beans and bags of pasta and whatnot. The food makes sense. Yeah. But you know what? Paper, I, the more I think about the toilet paper, it. do you guys remember the movie Dude, Where's My Car? I, I remember it. I, I never saw it, but. It's actually, it's yeah. one of those like stupid bro movies, but it's actually like, I really like it. It's got a good story. Like it, I don't know. I actually, that's like a hidden gem for me. And like, there's a scene at the beginning, you know, where they, they wake up, they don't know what happened. It's like, dude, where's my car? But there's like a series of things that are like strange. of like, how did this happen? How did that happen? 
And one of them is like they open their cupboards and they're completely full of pudding. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, the pudding ends up being like the one thing that like ties the whole plot together. And they're like, oh, the pudding, like, you know, and they, they, that's like the big reveal of like how it all like comes together. And like, that's, that's what this toilet paper feels like to me. Like, I just can't. Uh, it's going to be the final understand. piece to the puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> the true cure was just eat toilet paper. Just eat toilet paper. You can't get Corona. That's all you got. Oh wait, toilet paper <laughs> kills bats. Oh, we're saved. <laughs> if, we, if we kill the bat population, are we gonna be okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure bats are gonna turn out to be a very important part of our ecosystem or something. Ozzy Osbourne was right. Yeah. Well, the, the, the great white bats make the great white guano. <laughs> Is the oh. is guano the secret? That was an Ace Ventura reference. Felt oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, you're right. I've, it's been so long since I've seen the second one. <laughs> that was like one of my all-time favorite movies as a kid. That rhino scene. Yeah, that rhino scene. We'll never that still holds up as oh, one of the funniest. Other rhinos giving birth. <laughs> in in terms of like physics, you know, I'm always surprised by how many people hate physical comedy like they look down on it like like uh, oh like it, it's like i'm too good for slapstick for some reason shut up. i don't get it it's just you know, first that's like one of my favorite yeah. that stands up as one of the funniest things i've ever seen still but like i used to be obsessed with the first one that was my favorite movie ever oh, the yeah. first day I, I think i still up. like the first one more because the first one feels more yeah, adult yeah, that's true. Watching it as a kid, like, it's, like, I guess it's technically okay for kids, but I still got the sense that I was hearing jokes that I wasn't supposed to hear, even if well, I didn't course, necessarily like, understand the, them. Of course, the whole finale is, I guess, in today's audience, very bad. Yeah, and I never, you know, that's the thing. I never, I, I never understood any of that either. <laughs> That went yeah, back then. It was funny to make fun of like transsexuals and transvestites. <laughs> now it's bad, but back then it was hilarious. <laughs> I think yeah, I was really. like, it's amazing that that movie like never like has escaped the like the light of cancel culture these days. I've seen people that. joke about that scene being like that fucking scene today though. Yeah, and like people have made edits of like jokingly over censoring it. Like, like, oh, Chief Irons or whatever the character's name was. Oh, they're like a freaking hero. Like, oh, we can't blame for anything. I think I'm. I, Dolphin's name was like is a really snowflake. Yes, no, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I think I, w I must have been like a really, really innocent, naive kid because a lot of things went totally over my head. And like, if people like my age would explain it to me, I'd be like, what? What are you talking about? I don't know. I, for some reason, uh, like a lot of things, like I, like I watch them as an adult and it's like, I haven't watched this in 20 years. Let's see if it still holds up. And it's like, I'm, I, I remember every single scene, but it's making sense to me in a whole new light that it, I never picked up on. You know, yeah. okay, this is going to sound a little silly, but you know what movie really struck that for me not too long ago because they re-released it finally on Blu-ray? Lady and the Tramp. When I was a kid, 
I practically wore my VHS copy out. I was obsessed with that movie. I watched it a million times. And it wasn't until I watched it again not too long ago, I realized a whole like bunch of like what was going on, like how the the husband and the wife, like they've got this like coded language that they use like okay so for example their names throughout the the movie are referenced as jim deer and darling i never understood that those were pet names for each other i was like oh those that's those are just kind of strange names but okay fine <laughs> and i didn't i didn't make the connection that like oh like when two people are romantically involved, they have cute pet names for each other. And I also never made the connection that they're using pet names because it's all about animals. And I also yeah. never made the connection that the animals have this like, uh, like, so Lady is like a very young dog. So she doesn't know about like, where do babies come from? So they have all this like coded language about like the birds and the bees and stuff like that. And she doesn't know what's going on. And I think that was the first time in my entire life I'd ever even heard the phrase birds and the bees. So I didn't know what they were talking about either. I, I had no, I didn't even make the connection that never mind understand what it was. I didn't understand that it was even related to babies in any way. So like halfway through the movie, when the couple has their first child together and lady is now figuring out like what this thing called a baby is and all this stuff. And it like completely changes the dynamic of, of that relationship because now they care about the baby more than they care about the dog. And uh, it, like all of this clicking for the first time as an adult, it was so strange, but I'd watched the movie a million times. So every scene I still remembered crystal clear. It was just a, it, and every image, every line of dialogue I knew, and yet it was totally brand new at the same time. Very strange. Oh, did we lose Matt? Yeah, where did Frappa go? I think he caught I'm hearing him. Uh, he, he's being attacked by the Batman. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> the My year is 2020 <laughs> we're under quarantine <laughs> can I go back <laughs> I got hot chocolate now oh <laughs> so yeah uh, uh, the way you're describing that like that was um the Simpsons for me I remember hmm. like as when I first started buying you know each season progressively of the Simpsons on DVD when I was like in my late teens I remember re-watching those episodes and getting all the jokes and then realizing that I didn't get them when I was a kid most of them like all the adult references like flew over my head or even like the sort of just like the deeper themes of everything and you know the the double meanings and all that kind of stuff would fly over my head but then like I remembered as a kid I would still I would still laugh along like I knew I could tell enough when i should be laughing and like what i should be paying attention to but i just didn't know what any of it meant and i yeah. didn't know that i was missing out on something weird yeah i never watched the simpsons a lot as a kid but um i watched it when i was like fucking like seven <laughs> yeah 
I've definitely experienced that with other shows, though. But then again, like, you know, I, see, now I don't give a shit about TV. I think TV really sucks. But um, I, I did used to be pretty obsessed. Like, I would watch anything that was on, pretty much. And so I tended to watch, like, a lot of what my parents used to watch, too. So, yeah, like, I would, I would watch, like, Cheers and, like, MASH and stuff like that. And, again, like, I, I would understand even less about those shows, but I didn't care. It's television, so I'm, like, glued to it. Yeah, like, I watched, like, Seinfeld and Friends when I was a child. Wow. And the shows were still funny because the people laughing were laughing. Yeah, that's another thing. With, like, the <laughs> laugh tracks and everything, I was very heavily influenced by the prompt to laugh. People are yeah. laughing, so it must be funny. And, and yeah, I would, like, feel as though I got the joke when I totally didn't. And then when I go to rewatch it, it's like, oh, wait, that, you know what? It's maybe not that funny laugh track, but it is funny. Like, it does warrant a laugh, but not like, you're exploding with laughter. This is the funniest thing ever. It's definitely weird, the, the clips people put on YouTube of, like, certain shows like Friends without the laugh track and how, like, <laughs> creepy and weird some parts are. <laughs> Especially because like they wait for the laugh track to end, so they just sit there for like a couple seconds, <laughs> yeah, right. pure silence, and just like. Anyways, <laughs> that's been interesting now to see how like um like late night talk show hosts and stuff like that are still trying to like keep the thing going on YouTube, but they have no audience, so there's yeah. no laugh track to their jokes. Like the only one I really care about is like Conan O'Brien. Hmm. I don't know what he's doing with it though. I haven't watched any of that in ages. I haven't kept up with um, them. A lot of, like, you know, like, professional YouTubers are, like, like really ripping on, like, the late night comedians and just, like, what what a, like, they just have, like, really low-grade setups and, (laughs) like, like you can tell they're just, like, sort of, like, like sort of like weaklings right because they're just so used to having like, yeah they have like professional sort of the studios and, stuff. and the last sort of served up for them and now they they're just like not not up to snuff yeah. compared to like people well, who've so been like, doing it on youtube for years like apparently ellen was having like a fucking panic attack in her house not knowing what to do like, i heard that she <laughs> had like an absolute meltdown because she's like she's like kind of an extreme um extrovert so she's not been handling this well at all. Yeah. And it's like, like, you don't know how long I've been preparing for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to see just how, like, how much attention celebrities need. And now mm. they can't get it directly. You can see how much they try to get it. Hmm. Like with the Imagine thing. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't go over well. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, gosh. What was his name now? Um, Sasso. The, Sasso. Will Sasso. Will Did Sasso. you see yeah. the thing he redid with the, the Arnold impression? Oh, my God. It was spot on. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. Get here by the pool. <laughs> Those, everyone's, imagine this. Don't happen. It's easy if you try. Come on, get down with the sickness. There's a donkey. <laughs> Sitting by the pool is a donkey here. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah, I, getting back to that whole like, um, like how you said you were like made for this. Like, you know what I've like how I said I was thought that I was gonna like be dealing with this a lot better, and I'm like I, I'm actually doing pretty good now. But like, I think it was right at that like 
like one week marker that I started to like kind of get really stressed out. But this this sounds so weird, but you know, you know what I've actually started doing opening my blinds. I've never bothered opening. I was just like looking outside my blinds before. Like I've just never gave a shit. <laughs> they always stay closed. I don't care one way or the other. And recently, I've had this like. I hope my blinds <laughs> gotta remind myself that there's a a planet still out there with <laughs> with other people. There still. Yeah, there. There was so my my favorite author is um Phil K. Dick, and he wrote this amazing book called The Penultimate Truth, where um there's this horrible war, um in the future where basically there's no countries anymore, all of like the the Western countries have amalgamated and all the Eastern countries have amalgamated. And so it's this extreme parody of like democracy versus communism. So it's like literally the entire East and the entire West are fighting each other. So all of humanity has to go underground into these like bunkers where everything is automated and that's how they live their lives now. And the, the first half of the book is everybody like, like they they just keep getting these like um messages fed into them into the underground of like how the war is progressing and like video like basically what we're doing right now like the president communicating directly to people and saying like you know we're winning the war but like we we lost this many people but we're still fighting and you know like messages of inspiration keep i know it's yeah, tough it's down there but eerie keep doing what you're doing, keep persevering, we'll, we'll pull through this in the end or whatever. But the idea is, I can't remember what the time frame is, it's been a while since I read the book, but they're, they're down there for like decades. And finally, Whoa, people start, like it's, it's, it's too much for people. People start like, now there's like this like civil war where like people who just wanna get out and other people who were like, you can't leave. If you leave, you open the door and you make us all vulnerable. You have to stay down here. I can't remember exactly um, what the events are that lead to this, but eventually the main character gets out and realizes that it's all a lie. The war has been over for years and years. The president isn't even real. He's like a robot that that they built. They they built just to like pretend like and they make these videos with them. They get like Hollywood directors make these videos with this fake president to pump these like propaganda messages down into the people just to like keep them all underground so all the rich people can like have all the power mm-hmm. and the luxury above ground and everything like that. And That's it's a it's a brilliant book. <laughs> I I keep thinking about that book recently. <laughs> Thinking like I gotta, I gotta open these blinds just to make sure that you know it's not just dirt. Yeah, it's not all just a a, a barren wasteland, and that and that uh, there's breathing animals still outside. I'm gonna panic when Ron Perlman starts like saying like announcements and shit like that. He's like, Ron oh, we're Perlman. in follow now. We're in follow now. Oh, well, he's, he's he's the one that does like the war never changes stuff on follow. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Still never played a single Fallout game. Kind, of, I played a bit of Fallout 3. It's like, wow, but those the games are broken. I, I'm not having fun. 
Really? I, I heard Fallout 3 was the one to play if you're going to play any of them. I think now it's New Vegas. New Vegas. Like, 3 was New the one, Vegas like, was the one that was, like, ultra broken when it came out, right? Yes. My brother in particular had a very weird glitch. He could not enter the city of New Vegas. The game would crash unless he wore a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, that's a feature. <laughs> that is such a feature. Like, that was a lot of like rapid googling. Like, what the fuck is going on? The literal <laughs> name of the game does not work. <laughs> wow, yeah, cowboy hat. The the first two Fallout games are totally different too, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're top down like RTS looking games. Like yeah. they look like like an Age of Empires or like that, but it's not like select units and all that. Isometric top-down view. Hmm. And then Bethesda bought the franchise and they made Fallout 3 like Elder Scroll but Apocalypse. Hmm. What was the last one that like 76, 70 or something like that? Oh boy. <laughs> Is that just what it was called? Fallout 76? Fallout 76. Oh lordy. That one was like... Shit show. Yeah, more broken than anything that anyone had ever played from what yeah. I heard. Yeah. That game is not... That is an absolute cash grab. It's very broken. There's no NPCs. I think there are now. But <laughs> with DLC. Huh. So the idea originally was that you were only going to play with other real players. Pretty much. One of the big features of the game was you could nuke other players. Like, you could get access to a nuke and take out other players' camps. Someone found a way to spam nukes, and it would crash servers. So they disabled it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like, oh. Uh, the pre-order wasn't where it was bad. They sh like, one of the things was, like, you got this canvas bag. It was not a canvas bag. They just straight up lied. Got a cheaper. Oh, like the real physical yeah. gift. I remember that. Yeah. And they got a cheaper material. And they didn't even send it out at first. And so there was like a whole shit show about that. <laughs> Can <laughs> canvas doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> if you promise it, you're supposed to deliver it. That's how transactions work. Yeah, I think the first time I ever met Justin, we were sitting in the lobby at Trios, and uh, I think we had both already, I can't remember if we were there for the initial, like, student screening, or if, if we had already now, like, signed up for the course, but we still had to go for some initial orientation or something like that but for whatever so reason you we met were both... prior to the actual course yeah like ju like just prior like maybe like a couple yeah. days before our first okay. like in class and uh we started talking uh about like games in general and uh i was like if you like like when you get out of here uh like if you could work anywhere where would you want to work and he said bethesda so, oh so maybe if, if now he would have a complete well like obviously he doesn't want to work in games but also yeah he would have a completely different answer probably yeah yeah <laughs> bethesda has fucked the reputation even blizzard like blizzard used to be an amazing company 
now, <laughs> Blizzard is one of the lowest regarded. I think it's it's like not it, that doesn't even have anything to do with their games though. It has more to do with like how they treat their fan base. It sounds like. Uh, it's because they suck Jen's cock. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's because I think it was a StarCraft tournament. Um, the winner of the tournament had a free Hong Kong poster on stream. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Blizzard, oh. like, suspended him. Did not give him prize money. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's what they were. You know, I it's funny. I was watching an old, um, like a StarCraft game from like a couple years ago, and the commentator who was, um, uh, who was like. Um, doing a play-by-play uh, happened to just mention, oh, like he, he was talking about how like the players he thought were the best in the world. And then he mentioned this one player, but then he's like, yeah, but we can't really talk about him because he's been banned. And that was all they said about it. That, that must have been it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Just referencing the freeing of Hong Kong. Was like, okay, we don't want to talk about politics here. Uh, it's a little different. <laughs> the guy literally lived in Hong Kong. Uh, and, like, you know, the Chinese government's, like, fucking doing some bad shit to Hong Kong. <laughs> the thing that really pissed me off, and this was kind of weird because I don't even play it. Like, I've never played um, World of Warcraft ever in my whole life. But just their cavalier attitude to how they kept, and this is funny now in retrospect, but at the time they were like they kept shutting down vanilla servers and okay. they weren't doing anything with it and like the fan base kept saying like we're not happy with all your updates we're not happy with how you keep changing this game <sighs> and how it bears no resemblance to the game that we fell in love with and, then they and, released classic. and they, yeah now they've got classic but like they kept shutting down these like independent servers and stuff like that and they're like it wasn't making money we're, yeah exactly and we're not like we're not taking business from you but you're not doing anything with it. If you release a vanilla version, we'll pay for it. But you're not doing anything with it. Just let people play the game the way that yeah. they want to play it. And then the the thing that really pissed me off was I saw that, um, I don't know if it, it was probably BlizzCon, but someone like uh, was asking like a, a panel of, I don't know if they were developers or, or like, I don't know, upper management or something, but... Um, he just asked him straight up, like, do you have any plans to release like a vanilla server so that people can play the old classic game? Yeah. And he straight up goes, no. And trust me, you don't want that. You think you do, but you don't. Excuse me? It's like, fuck you. Is that threat? I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't even play this game and I'm pissed off yeah. for that guy. Like, what a kind Blizzcon, of an attitude is that? BlizzCon has had many, many moments lately. Well, yeah, I was just thinking about whenever yeah, it was, like, worlds. maybe six months ago or something, they were, like, making some big announcement, and everybody, like, wanted the announcement to be, like, Diablo 4, and then they just didn't, like, mention Diablo 4 at all, and that their big announcement was something that, like, nobody cared about. It was then, a like, Diablo mobile game. Oh, uh, right, right, right. And I hate to tell you, that was, like, over a year ago now. Oh, was it? Uh, that's okay. Yeah. I've been in this quarantine for so long. Yeah, right. This, no, this remember, week this has lasted a year. Yeah. yeah, this happened at the end of March. 
That was like three weeks ago. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the whole Diablo Immortal thing. Like, they come and announce this game, no one gives a shit. And then they have a Q&A. <laughs> yeah, right. How about you? Where's right. your real announcement? Well, that's no, literally, they, I remember like, a guy that. asked a question like that, and they, like, yeah. Who, who is this for? Is this an out-of-date April Fool's joke? He literally said that. And they responded, like, what's wrong with you guys? Don't you guys have phones? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow, I didn't hear about that. That's crazy. Yeah, and then they quickly said after that whole like conference, <laughs> that whole panel, was like, listen, we're working on Diablo 4. We're just not ready to show anything. Uh, <laughs> 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 like, don't worry about it. And we're also remaking World of Warcraft 3, which now is another shit show. <laughs> oh, did that come out yet? Yes. Yes, it did. And it's it's a shit show. Yes, because um, do you own Warcraft Three? Um, I'm not. I don't remember. I don't think I do. No, I have Warcraft okay. Two. All right. So for people who have Warcraft Three on like the Blizzard app or whatever, yeah, yeah, they don't own the original anymore. It got updated into the new version. You cannot go back. Oh wow, that's weird. <laughs> Because I got... Um, uh, and they made some changes that people did not like in the new version, and you just cannot play the old one anymore. Wow. Because I got the, <laughs> the um, StarCraft remastered, but that you can turn on and off. It's yeah. pretty sweet. It, you this can do one it, is like... Different, you can like, do it in real time, too. Like, you can yeah. literally be like, I'm yeah, going to go like from Halo. widescreen to full screen and go from the HD graphics down to the old crappy pixelated look yeah. and like on, a, on the fly if you want to it's pretty cool. Like, the Halo remasters did that too where it's like you just press like a single button and it switches between old and new. Oh. The one it's thing like, that did piss really me cool. off about that though is because like you're remastering the, this game that was the opportunity to like fix some of the mechanics. Starcraft is one of my all time favorite games but it's still yeah. like got a lot messed up with like how the AI behaves, like units all the time, like get stuck, like on corners and stuff like that. Or sometimes there's like a narrow pathway and you order your units to go through and like half of them can't figure out what to do. So they do go the opposite <laughs> way. And it takes them like That's two nice. minutes to figure out what's going on before they turn back around and stuff like that. That's the massive and so huh? Blizzard literally like went to the fans and it was like, do you want us to like update this with Starcraft two? coding like because yeah, we can so. recode it from the, the ground up and i was like oh my god thank you like my <laughs> prayers have been answered but then the fan base went no no don't make any changes we don't want we yeah, want to like keep it, it the same way something so, should be options but it's it's hard to choose with a remaster like if it was a full scale remake i would see them like fixing it but with a remaster yeah. that's a lot tougher because people want that old game I like I understand the reasons for it because like the thing that they were picking up that, or that they were referencing was the fact that StarCraft is one of those classic games yeah. that is super competitive. So and it's been like since 98, right? So mm -hmm. people have adapted their strategies to the way the mechanics work. So they wouldn't want to risk anything changing because now potentially their entire strategy needs to change. 
But it's like, what about for like the lay person that isn't an expert and just likes dicking around, like going yeah. through the single player missions? But that's like, if you were to remake the first Super Mario and it's like, hey, do you want us to add like a wall jump? Yeah, I know. You, <laughs> but the the game wouldn't benefit from that. But that's that's different from like. Or that's like, do, like do what if to, do you want to add like an, a ledge grab thing? That's like, you know, that's still like three to like grab it. Like I'm not when I say update the mechanics though I'm not talking about like adding new stuff I'm just fi- talking like about fixing, like, fixing a, what's already fixing there. Bug, yeah. Like what if like in the original Mario there was some weird glitch where like fifty percent of the time you tried to go down a pipe you couldn't. So then they were like, how about we just make it so that just works now? Every time you want to go down a pipe, you okay. just will. Like, yeah, fix that. Yeah. And even then, like if you if like if you can turn the graphics on and off, I don't know why you couldn't switch between like a, a like I don't know how easy Starcraft's it is to com- switch. Yeah, Starcraft's a competitive oh, game but... too, so you, everyone has to have the same version, right? Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, matchmaking could be like you want people with the glitch or without the glitch. Like at that point it's like snake one. Yeah, I suppose. Just don't overcomplicate it. It's more servers that you don't even need. But like playing StarCraft 2 though, like even just like the first two minutes of the first mission, it, it just feels better. It was like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. Like for starters, units do what you tell them to do. <laughs> so that's a major plus. On top of that, like, because I'm right now I'm playing through the first, like the, the vanilla StarCraft and like the first expansion. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can only like uh, you can't really play effectively unless you like hotkey groupings of units. So you have to have like like an army of certain units here, and another like battalion here, and a battalion here, and a battalion here, and then assign them to a hotkey, and then just be like, okay. Now I'm just going to quickly, like, you go here and yeah. do this. You go like, here do and do Do everything that. at once. Yeah, but you can only group units up to a maximum of 12. And oh. you only have, like, a maximum of 10 hotkeys. So you have to, like, keep, like, changing between them and all the – and, like, and all units die off. you got to replace them and then figure out what hotkey they belong to and all this stuff. Oh. StarCraft Two, you can hotkey something like – like like a single group of units can be like four hundred in one, okay. and you you can build you can build like four hundred zerglings and just in one command just be like okay go, and, and like if you haven't played the first StarCraft that maybe doesn't mean a lot, but if you wanted to do that in the first StarCraft, that that would take like fifteen minutes just to issue that <laughs> command, like literally like elastic band circle around like a group of 12 zerglings now you go over here and now the next 12 now you go over here and you go over here and so just the the update to how like the ai responded to user commands at all it was a dream come true and then they announced starcraft remastered and i thought oh this is what i've been waiting for and it's it's just a, a cosmetic it's just, change. It's, it's literally it. just StarCraft remastered. It's, yeah. 
So it's still, I mean, it was nice that like yeah, now, like they, a full scale remake is what looking Yeah, and like it was cool how like they put it on the uh, the Blizzard um, like launcher or whatever. So Battle.net or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's although I think they they changed it. It's not. I think now it's just called Blizzard. Oh, did they change it? Oh, yeah, it's not Battle.net anymore. Name. Yeah, it was, it was a good name. Um. <laughs> But, uh, and like, and now, like, the original, like, I think remastered is like 14 or 15 bucks, but the original is free to play. Yeah, isn't it like even like a web browser? Like, free to play? Is it? Oh, I don't I'm know. I've, sure. never, I've never heard that. You know, well, like, they put like Wolfenstein on a browser. Oh, wow. And yeah, you can play Wolfenstein on, on like a web browser, or whatever. Oh. Well, I mean, the Blizzard launcher is free. But yeah, it's so weird uh, to like log in one day and all of a sudden see Call of Duty there. Because <laughs> it's Activision Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> My... Yeah. It's just fucking weird. World like the big the big boys World of Warcraft, Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> Is it even on Steam? I don't even know. Or did they just put it on Battle.net? I don't know. Or I'm not on Steam. Whatever. I've got a bunch of games on Steam, and I play like two of them. <laughs> I basically only got like now, like I don't play Portal a lot, but like the first two Portal games, yeah. and um, like Rocket I, League? I play Rocket League pretty pretty regularly. <laughs> so, but uh, I was I'm like after um, Psionics was bought out by Epic. I thought that it was going to move over exclusively to the Epic launcher. Um, but it's still on Steam. Well, yeah, they can't just remove the copy. They could yeah. stop selling it on Steam, but you'd have to, it would still be on Steam for people who own it. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Like I, have a, I have a few games that like have been taken off of Steam. Like they, your copy's still there. Mm. Does anyone have Flappy Bird? <laughs> Can't get. Isn't that back anymore. now, or is it still dead? Is it? I don't know. I heard. I heard the guy killed himself, didn't he? Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. That might have been a uh, a rumor, but I heard that like he because of how like the popularity of it exploded so quickly, and he couldn't like he just couldn't live up to the expectations of him as a game developer after that, even though it's like the dumbest, most basic yeah. program the game ever. Like, yeah. But it's like, but it was like the most downloaded game in history. Yeah. And so no, now yeah, everybody like wanted to see what he was going to do next. And I'm not sure if he did make something or not, but like for some reason, like he just went into this like horrible depression and I, yeah. maybe, maybe he didn't kill himself. Maybe he was no, just, just suicidal but then yeah. like he came out of it or something but i can't i can't i seem to recall buddy. hearing that he he killed himself that's like buddy like hey don't worry what other people think you know you're, you're making like millions of dollars Just yeah that was that was the other thing that i think he he sort of panicked <laughs> because uh yeah obviously i don't know how i would handle that if that would be yeah, like, he just made this stupid little Flash game just for fun, just to see if people liked it, and then all of a sudden, the next day, his bank account has, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, literally, sprite rips from, like, Mario 3. Yeah, pretty much. 
don't know, maybe like fucking Nintendo, we went after him, like, hey, so that's our asset that you're using. Yeah. A profitable <laughs> thing. Yeah, I'm, that's a surprising. Uh, actually, well, it was, oh no, you know what? Because I was going to say, because it did get taken down, but it wasn't because of Nintendo, though. It was because. I think he took it down. He, he took it down because, he, again, just the pressure was too much. He yeah. couldn't stand being that popular. That reminds me of um, there's a a YouTuber I'm subscribed to called uh, Stevie T. He's like a he's a really good guitarist, honestly. Uh, but he's he's like does like comedy stuff as well. Hmm. Um, but uh, he I used to um, I used to work at the Tim Hortons in Crystal Beach, which is like it's right across the American border. It's part of Fort Erie. Anyway, okay. Long story short, I used to work at the Tim Hortons there, and I worked with like his uh, sister and his mother um so anyway that's kind of how i like got to following him and uh so he's gotten fairly big he's got over a million subscribers like he kind of like rubbed shoulders with like a lot of the bigger like uh sort of like youtube guitar scene and uh sometime in 2019 somebody was on like uh you guys remember dragon force like oh yeah oh hell yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so you remember the asian guitarist from dragon force I think so. Okay, so uh, he, I guess, like, does, you know, live streams on Twitch or something, and, like, one of the people in the chat was like, I don't know, pro- I, I'm assuming in order to get him to react to this, probably a lot of people brought him up, but anyway, the video I saw was, like, somebody in the chat was like, oh, like, you should let Stevie T join Dragon Force, and then he responded to it. He was like, oh, yeah, I, I reckon uh, – you know, Stevie T could be in the band. He could, he could be a, a triangle player. And then, so like Stevie T makes this response video where he's like, oh, what do you mean triangle player? And it becomes this whole big like comedy thing back and forth. And then Dragon Force's bassist like left the band or something. So they asked Stevie T to be their bassist on their like <laughs> oh tour. So for like a month, it was like, oh my God, Stevie T is going to be like, <laughs> Like Dread the Dragon Team Force makes this on their US tour. And then he released a video, like it was called like Why I'm Not Gonna Be Touring with Dragon Force. And it was like it it was the pressure, it was the anxiety of it all. He he just mm-hmm. like, you know, he was a person with a lot of anxiety. YouTube was kind of his outlet as like sort of like a you know, someone like us, more like on the nerdy side with social anxiety. And just, he had never even been in like a touring band or anything like that. And he was like, I just couldn't handle the thought of like going from nothing to like going and playing with dragon force i just couldn't do it so that was like really trippy because for most people i would argue majority of people who know about dragon force that's hey that's the guitar hero song yeah (laughs) so like most people who are fans of dragon force i imagine are gamers Mm. and they're not the type of people who would go up on a stage and fucking rock it with dragon force (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. Because he's, like, a really good guitarist, too. But, yeah. Is he still, like, doing stuff on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just Stevie T. He, he does really good stuff. Would recommend. He had, actually, before, like, about, like, six months or something before, like, I started working with his mom and his sister, I had actually seen one of his videos because he had a viral video a long time ago making fun of, like, Little Wayne soloing, like, doing a guitar solo at a concert. 
Um, yeah, so like that was like I think that was what initially like boosted him. Wow, that reminds me of um, uh, a Rocket League player who um, he won the first Rocket League championship series and then immediately disappeared because he was on um, this team. Um, they've since kind of rebranded, but at the time in the first season they were called like I buy power cosmic and they were like three of the, the best players in the entire world. And um, I wasn't following uh, pro rocket league at the time. So I'm not sure exactly what the events were that led to this, but something happened with their third player who dropped out right when they went to like the final championship, like land series. And so this guy over, over zero uh, was their substitute and he didn't really play with them, but they're like, we like, it's, it's a, it's a three, um, like every team consists of three players and you have to have three. Yeah, it's three, three. So he was like very unexpectedly all of a sudden at the championship game, like had to yeah. s- step in for this guy and they not only won, but he was named MVP. Like he played as hard. Wow. <laughs> but so, so now after this, now everyone is like, over zero is the best player in the world. And he's just like, what, oh. what happened? Like, I was just like, I said it would be your substitute, like, and all this stuff. And so like, and the main guy on the team at the time was uh, a player named Kronovi and he's got another team now. And that's another story of drama, but um, the team rebranded and um, uh, they were like, okay, season two, we're going to train even harder. Like we're going to win this again, like back-to-back championship series. And, and so over zero and Kenobi, like they leave and like they moved in together and they like, I think one of them like moved across the country and they got like an apartment and they're like, the whole thing was like, we're just going to play rocket league. That's all we're going to do. And because like, it was only the second season at this point. So uh, like now you can like, if like, uh, like even if you don't come in first place, like if you make like the final series and like you're one of like the top ten teams, you can win a fair amount of money. I think the last well now because of uh, COVID nineteen, the land tournament got canceled unfortunately, but uh, they still were able to hold their regionals online. And uh, the first place team won something like ninety thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. split three ways, or like a hundred thousand. So split three ways. That's that's a fair it's chunk like of change. Yeah, and um, and and that's like on the low end for esports. Like other games, you can yeah. win even more than that, right? Well, so yeah, some, um, most esports, like well, I, I mostly look at fighting games, and it's like it's just you. Yeah. So yeah. Like, exactly. You can yeah. Big pile of cash. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like uh, some of like the top StarCraft two players now have like a net earnings of like half a million dollars. It's insane. But um, so yeah, anyway, the, this guy was like, he was thrust into this position all of a sudden of just be like playing this game for fun and being like, yeah, I'll be your substitute, whatever, to now all of a sudden having so, the entire you're the world, best world expected world. of him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, something happened where like, I guess they, they played like a few games in the second season and they weren't, doing as well and then all of a sudden over zero was replaced 
And people were like, what the heck happened to this guy? Is the season one MVP? Where is he gone? And there was all this like mystery. And it was just like, yeah, we, we don't talk about that. Like the two guys that were living together, like he like moved out again almost immediately. And then he went and he just started like kind of making YouTube videos for a while. He was just like doing tutorials and stuff. And he's just like, yeah, man, just like, I, I just like playing Rocket League. I just mm. think it's fun. I don't want to, you know, like I'm gonna do a job. feel like... Yeah, exactly. I don't want it to be like a job because then it's like if you don't play well, then you, you like you know you suffer economically or like financially yeah. for it, and it's like you know I can't rest like let winning a game be the thing that determines if I can pay my rent. Yeah, and uh, so like like I think he even like ended up going to like medical school or something like that. So yeah. he just went and did something totally different. But it's it's weird how how so people like are. League, I'm gonna save lives. Yeah, fucking <laughs> at me. But, uh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> How long have we been? I don't know if I have a time. I don't have a timer We've been on going here. for like two hours now. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going Oh my gosh, it's almost time. 10. I didn't even look yes. at my clock. That's Holy smokes, we've been going on forever now. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll call it a night then. Um, uh, how are you? Uh, th- like, I-, I was thinking if we do this again, we can have like an actual topic. And then okay, yeah, sure. we can like, we can either choose to use that as like an anchor for the discussion and just like the start everything through it or it could just off. be as yeah we just use it as a springboard to get things rolling and then we'll talk yeah. about whatever but um okay sure. so if you're down for that um what do you think about doing this like uh like once every couple of days or once a week or what what works I, for I, you Cole? yeah so i i think weekly was is the best approach weekly yeah Okay. It gives you a lot of material to work with. Do, do you still you still work night shifts, right? No, I'm days now. Oh, you switched. Oh, good. I finally got out of the nightmare. <laughs> it only took what five <laughs> years? <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. I was on afternoons for okay for a while, and then I switched back to nights for full fucking year, full time. Ugh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, what are your like? What are your hours typically? Uh. Basically, I work four days a week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I work Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Oh, okay, okay. Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday Saturday. Thursday, Friday, I'm good to go. So I'm literally having to look at what the fuck day it is. Okay, so it's, it is it's Wednesday. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Okay, so do you just, just <laughs> want to do this every Wednesday then? Wednesday is good for, for me. Sure. And, well, I that guess I'm good. one of the only ones with the schedule right now. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Essential Worker. <laughs> Mr. Essential I, I had to fucking sanitize doorknobs when I was there. Is that what you do at the bread factory? You sanitize doorknobs? That's what I do at the bread factory. I sanitize the doorknobs. Nice. Got, all, all the doors are kept wide open so people don't have to touch the doors. Mm-hmm. But I got to sanitize them anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and the light switches. Yeah, anything for ten, that... Uh, for you 10 hours. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> So that's literally your entire job is just sanitizing things. I figured I would rather stay home and not get paid than sanitize doorknobs <laughs> and light switches for three days a week. Oh, wow. One day I actually get to clean stuff. 
the other three like, days. You should find out if they're like offering voluntary layoffs. Just be like, yeah, I live with super well, old people, man. Like I can't come to work. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm susceptible to every disease. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So we'll do we'll do every Wednesday. Um, does about the same time work for you no, also about 8 p.m.? Okay. And then, um, okay, so if we're going to make this a regular thing, I was thinking the one thing that we might, because we didn't really have a topic for today. So if I was going to give this like a uh, sort of a subtitle. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, yeah, I was thinking, um, yeah, <laughs> could we, could we um, think of um, like a, a name for what we want to call this? Like, uh, um, I don't know, like the um, uh, super fun time podcast thingy hour or something. I mean, keep that there. Keep that name there. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Well, we, we, can, we can sleep on it and come up with some suggestions later or something. You want that to be episode, you want that to be episode two? Thank you for the name. <laughs> Whoa, everybody dropped out from me. They're at the... Uh, my thing keeps saying my internet connection is unstable. Okay, we have been at this for a while. So yeah, I better stop the recording pretty quickly then. Um, yeah, everyone's cutting out on me now. Maybe it was just you. Uh, yeah, I think maybe it is just me because my Wi-Fi is not... like uh, it's, It works okay. really well when it works but it's not 100% reliable all the time. And now, yeah, like I can kind of hear people talking, but the video isn't yeah. right. <laughs> wow. I, okay, so then I jumped, I dropped out and then came back in again. Yeah, you are, you're on the bottom now. For me anyways. My yeah. idea for her name is, is Boredom Cast. Boredom Cast? Boredom okay, cast. yeah, that could work. Remember Iambored.com? <laughs> Iambored.com. <laughs> <laughs> dot org slash l ltd incorporated registered esquire llc ll cool j um okay um well well i guess we can talk about it more in the chat afterwards but yeah yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Holy smokes. My computer's oh, melting down you, here. You're roboticized again. Yeah, apparently. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to cut this uh uh off really uh quickly here. Um what was the last thing you just said there? Uh, I was just asking what what episode two is gonna be about. Or oh. you said we can talk about that in, in the chat. Okay, yeah. yeah, we we can do that too. But I did, I actually did have a couple ideas written down for future. So, um, uh, and this way, like, we'll we can be able to think about it. Um, my idea for next week is, um, what are the most addicting games you've ever played? Oh, baby. <laughs> and then you can list like your top three or something like that, and then we'll All talk right. about like what it is that like we found addicting about them and like how it affected us or like how much time we sunk into it or whatever. Sounds it could good. be interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, so I don't, I guess we don't really have an official <laughs> sign off for this thing right now. Like I said, at the very beginning, this is extremely experimental. So, um, fuck you. Uh, I, I like to quote super Mario. Okay. Um, 
if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. <laughs> I can't top that. That's as good as a place to end it as any. I grab Thor's hammer. I will avenge you. <laughs> okay, I don't know who, who may have been watching this, but whoever you are, we'll see you next week.